1: Thanks so very much for joining me right here on off the script this is your aew rampage post show ramp ram, rampage what was a rampage or dynamite i don't even know aew dynamite post show for january 10 2024 i am your host jd from new york as always joined by my dapper looking partner on wednesday night man look at this fucking guy yo jesse you're upstairs in the venue man what's
2: going on man I had to make the trip to the NYC, bro. I here in your neck of the woods, man. I uh, I, I see that, man.
1: You're, you're upstairs in the OG venue, man. You know, the secret uh, mother's basement downstairs is where the party is, man. What are you doing upstairs? I
2: found the keys.
1: I broke in. Well, you work here, asshole. Of course you got the fucking keys. What do you want me to say, man? I'm, I came here on my own fruition, bro. What do you want there me to say? There you go. Listen, listen, Jesse's back. Jesse wasn't here last week. Happy to have him back on Wednesday night. We're gonna do our thing here, and we're gonna get into the dynamite post show. Um, you know, I'm already uh, I'm already aggravating people on social media tonight because uh, I uh, I didn't like the show, and JD's not a he's not allowed to dislike the show, man. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the uh, the Triple H uh, Dick Rider comments to come in any minute now. But uh, yes. um You know, uh, my partner in crime here, he uh, has been with me since the very beginning of AEW. We sat through all of the Daily's Place shows. I've been to Daily's Place. I think it's a great venue. I love the feel, love the look, love the aesthetics. I thought the show looked great tonight. It looked good. The set looked nice tonight, man. It looked good, man. I love Daily's Place. Without Daily's Place, believe it or not, uh, we might not even have an AEW right now. So uh, we owe a lot to Daly's Place. And, you know, they, uh, they coined tonight's show a homecoming. But, you know, in my honest opinion, and I'll leave uh, Jesse to start us off here just quickly, I want to say, if you want to do a homecoming, great. You know, I don't mind the homecoming. But when you make it feel like we were better off having a week off of television and nothing was forwarded, and nothing really happened, you know, that's when you draw my ire, and you get my frustration because, you know, after such a great show last week, it was almost as if, all right, look, they're maybe hitting the reset button, and two steps forward, it looks like they're focusing on tag team titles, and, you know, they're focusing on the women's division, and tonight, I can't really even say outside of maybe one thing, Jesse, where anything was really forwarded going into what is now looking like a sold out, and I mean completely sold out, revolution show in honor of Sting's retirement.
2: I mean, what the fuck did we watch tonight? Bro, let me tell you something, man. First off, it's it's good to be back. Yes. Thank you, Chet. I appreciate you all, man. You know, I I, I miss being here. I feel good. And I couldn't wait to get back into pro wrestling, bro. And I sat down and watched this show. What the hell did I miss, man? What the... What's been going on around here? You didn't miss anything. Bro, I've, I've been off of social media. Breath of fresh air. I find out that someone let Tony get a hold of his phone again. What the hell? But I figured, okay... Tony's been tweeting again. That must mean we're in for a spectacular show. You would think. Not so much, bruh. No. Not not so much, man. I don't know. Let me ask you this. What exactly is the does a homecoming show what does it mean? What is what I mean, what is it supposed to entail? Because maybe my expectations are too high. Maybe I expected a banger show. No, but
1: are, Jesse, is is your expectations that high? Is my expectations that high? I mean, are we not allowed to have high expectations coming off, you know, one of the bigger angles in company history being played off in the Nassau Coliseum 2 weeks ago and then the reveal of Adam Cole and the explanation as to why he turned his back on MJF, is
2: is it really is it really that bad to have high expectations? No. No. But let me tell you what the bad precedents um that can be set when you do shows like this, when, when we lose MJF from what I can tell, what looks like the the foreseeable future, man. I mean, we need to get used to life without MJF for quite some time. Could be a year. Yeah. So if that's what we're going to do, I mean, that's fine. You know, you know, life can roll on without MJF, you know, we can circle around back to him and it makes the heart grow fonder. I'm cool with that. But when you, when you give us shows like this, it makes me feel like this is getting ready to be a very cold and a very stale era until MJF gets back. You you make me feel like we're about to go into a lull. This feels like... This, this, this feels like two or three weeks after WrestleMania and it's just everything's been reset and everything's just boring waiting for SummerSlam to come around. I mean... This feels flat. Nothing's exciting anymore. Absolutely nothing is exciting anymore. We got our devil reveal. Great. There is gonna be no retribution for that because MJF is out. The world champion is Joe. That's okay. That's great. Good. Now, what's Joe gonna do? Stays and hook. Okay. Why? I mean it. Yeah,
1: we'll get no, it. We'll, we'll we'll get into that. I mean, Drew and I talked about this last night. I'm I'm curious to know what your opinion is on this. we'll, we'll I don't want to jump around, but yeah, we'll get your opinion on that and Tony Khan's uh, Jinder Mahal but, comments. But, you know,
2: but but everything just feels so flat and stale. There is nothing to look forward to right now anymore. The most exciting thing that we have to look forward to is Sting's last match. That's it,
1: and that's, that's I, it. I sw- and, and that's that's it. Jesse could stop right there. That's all Tony Khan is going to book. For this show, he will focus on nothing else going into Revolution but that and make the entire show random matches. That's it. Outside the World Championship, of course, which we saw get started tonight with Swerve and Adam Page. But that's it, Jesse. Focusing on Sting's retirement, man. That's all he's going to do. And he's going to. He, he don't need to do anything else. Just a typical. Fucking promoter, man. The same thing that Vince McMahon did. Oh, I got their money already. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want
2: or not do anything at all. Well, I don't, I don't think that's fair to say he got our money, so fuck us. But it is. It well, does done feel it like a, Yeah, it, it does feel like a. I'm not sure what the hell I got going on right now. At the very, at the very least, I don't. I don't see TK as because he's a fan, beyond anything else, Vince McMahon's a promoter. Uh, I don't see TK saying I got their money. Forget him. I see TK scrambling, trying to find something interesting right now when he has nothing. That's the problem. He has nothing.
1: There is nothing. And this is exactly, this is exactly word for word what I said, what we said on the World's End post show on Sunday that weekend. Now that the Continental Classic is over, what do we got? Now that Adam Cole is the devil and MJF is out and lost the world title, what do we got? Where are they going? Why am I concerned? Why are you concerned, JD? There's going to be great matches. Where are they going? They have nothing.
2: What That's- is it that I'm supposed to be invested in? What? Great, great matches cannot be the standard. You can give me that roster and give me a sheet with every active wrestler, and I can put together matches that will produce great wrestling. That does not mean I booked a great show. Those wrestlers are extremely capable of doing nothing but great matches every time you get them in the ring. You just got to pair them with the right opponents. That's not doing anything. And then you get these people on social media who who are obviously
1: waving the you know flag of AEW and Tony Khan. Oh, it was a great show. It was it was there was a lot of great wrestling tonight. I'm tired of the excuse. Stop. If I hear it again, you're gone. Great wrestling. Okay. But what is it? What are you, new around here? AEW doesn't give you great wrestling on a weekly basis? We know they give us great wrestling. Tony Khan could put a great match in his fucking coma with this roster. Yeah. I don't give a shit about great wrestling. We know it's there. But what else underneath the great wrestling do we have right now? We have nothing. We have absolutely nothing. And what you gave us tonight was an absolutely inexcusable display of, hey, man, you know, our fans, they love us. We can do whatever. Let's give them a homecoming. And
2: what was actually forwarded tonight? Nothing. 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 Um, Joe did the impossible. And now his next, I mean, apparently his next order of business is hook. I, I you're coming off of the MJF era. I mean that 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 that's official. That's a wrap. That is that is his first his first era, and I loved it. It was great. I think he led this company as far as his body would let him. I Man, the guy was the guy was a beast out there. And now it's time to look around and find out who's gonna help lead us until MJF can get back, until we can come up with a with a new. Main event scene, come up with something more interesting. We have nothing, man. We have nothing. Joe was out there dealing with Hook. Joe looks like a beast, but he also feels like the biggest transitional champion on the planet. Between between Swerve, between Hangman, it doesn't seem like Joe's going to be champion long. It does not feel like anything exciting is going on right there. The women, nope, nothing yet. Sting, Interesting. That's about it.
1: Okay, Sting, that's great. That's I mean, we all love Sting. Great. I can't wait to uh, to see Sting, you know, get his, uh, his uh, retirement and, and have him right off in the sunset. I'm sure Tony Khan's going to handle that very well. But, you know, for all the people that say, you know, we got a great show tonight, I mean, the show honestly felt like Tony Khan was soaking up his tears in his hotel room. The weekend that we just passed, and he was soaking up his tears with the Jags not making the playoffs, and he, and it almost feels like he forgot that he had a fucking show to run. Like, who, who, who's on this? Who's on this creative team of his? Did none of them speak up and say, "Hey, yo, TK, we got a fucking show to run." There, there's a lot of matches here, but none of them really forward anything. And this is why. And people look at me like I got 12 fucking heads when I said this. I can't wait for this day to come because something is going to have to fucking light a, a fire under them. And if this doesn't, I don't know. You see what the problem is? We went from the show last week, which everybody thought was a great show, to the show this week. This week's show was absolutely a nothing show. Nothing, nothing. You're going to look back on this and say, yeah, it was. Uh, you might as well just put an empty episode of, of Dynamite in that spot tonight. What I've been saying is when AEW eventually goes to 12 pay-per-views a year, then Tony Khan is going to have to stop booking shows like this. Because right now, we got from Revolution, right, March 3rd, and World's End happened on December 29th or December 30th, whenever. How long in between? You got got fucking three months, two months. Like, what the fuck are we doing? You got nine weeks before the show in Revolution. And that's going to give Tony Khan all of the feeling of, hey, man, we could take a week off here and a week off there. I could still get the stories that I want to cross in the last three or four weeks right before we go to revolution. No. No, when Tony Khan is given nine, ten weeks of fucking just canvas to build towards the next pay-per-view, he takes at least 60% of those weeks off. If Tony Khan had a pay-per-view in four weeks, every four weeks, I guarantee you he'd be more on than he is now. So when you ask me, J.D., why do you want AEW to go to 12 pay-per-views a year? Weren't you so so against that? W- weren't you in favor of the four or five a year? Yeah, I was then. Because they were telling stories then. Now, I don't know what we're getting. And that's why I feel like 12
2: is actually going to make this, the company and the creative process a little bit better. Seriously. Yeah, I, think, I, I, think, I, I think it's a bad move right now with no streaming deal you you can't ask people to pay that much money per month for a pay-per-view just so you can keep keep your creative juices flowing. Do better. Write better shows. It's the storylines have better payoff when they're 2 or 3 months of build. I mean, yeah, I get that it's harder, but that's your I mean, do better. I mean, that's your job. I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, cuz if I have to pay 50 bucks a month every month for a pay-per-view, that gets a little taxing, man. That's a little bit too much. You might as well say our streaming deal is fifty bucks a month. That's kind of that's kind of expensive, man. Yeah. People, I mean, you can't ask people to do that every month. They're gonna see re- ridiculous dip-offs in your in your pay-per-view um buy rates.
0: Listen,
1: I, I I appreciate Tony Khan. We owe, no matter how you think of TK, we owe Tony Khan a lot, okay? I owe Tony Khan a lot. We got two weekly shows that we, actually, I, I cover AEW on Wednesdays. I cover AEW on Tuesdays with, uh, with Drew. AEW is a huge proponent of content on my channel. I can't thank AEW and Tony Khan enough for what he's done, okay? I love AEW. I wear this fucking hoodie every every. I should throw this fucking hoodie away. I should go get a new one. It's so fucking worn. I wore I wore, I wear it every fucking stream. But the th- but I, I, I can't thank him fifty bucks a month. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, yes, you you make a great point. But my point is, we have a lot to say to TK as far as the thank you. Okay, but with what he did yesterday, you know, on social media. The way he projected the comment towards WWE, Paul Levesque, Jinder Mahal, Seth Rollins. You know, you could sit there and dissect it any which way you want. Is Tony Khan correct in his assessment of, well, why is Jinder Mahal getting a world championship match? He hasn't been on TV all year. Nobody knows when he won his last match. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. He's correct in that. But now, Tony Khan is doing the same thing that he is addressing WWE for. He's doing the same thing that Vince McMahon used to do. They used to coast. They used to be lazy. They used to just put on shit for the sake of putting on shit. Nobody is able to get through to TK and tell him, listen, we got to do this. We got to do that. He's in his own fucking lane and he's not listening to anybody else. I don't give a shit what anybody says. This is not what we came here for. So no matter what you want to think about Tony Khan, he can sit there and act cool online and blast Jim Mahal for getting a championship match when he shouldn't be getting one. But Tony Khan is doing the same exact fucking thing that Vince McMahon used to do. And I say this every single time I get mad. If he doesn't see it and you don't see it, who the fuck is going to tell you? Tony Khan is mirroring Vince McMahon more and more year over year over year. And something needs to be done about it. This is not AEW. This is not, this is a nothing show. Th- this felt like the raw after WrestleMania last year, where Vince blew up the fucking show and we got Bobby Lashley versus fucking Omos. The fuck? What are we doing? Yeah, it was boring. I said this, I said this to Drew on, on, on social media. He's like, what are you on, crack? He's like, this was a great show tonight. I'm like, no, it wasn't. At this rate, TNA is gonna be the second biggest promotion in, in the United States. Look at how fucking hot they are. I mean, what what are we doing here?
2: I know, ma'am. By the way, join My Heart to Kill" review this Saturday. Cheap plug. There you go. That dude. I I don't know. I mean, I'll. I mean, it is hard to get hot and stay hot. No one expects TK to stay in Fuego, but my God, man, you can't go this cold. You can't go this cold. You had an interesting long term storyline running. Fantastic! Please tell me you had a plan, a plan, an immediate plan for once that long-term story ended. Because right now, it there it it looks like nothing. It feels like nothing. It's boring. Zero. I don't I don't know what else to say. Homecoming. What what does that mean? What does that mean exactly? Homecoming.
1: I, from my eyes, my vantage, homecoming was. And, and listen, I said this before. Without Daly's place, we might not have an AEW. Simple fact. Everybody on tonight's show had a part in making Daily's Place the destination for pro wrestling during COVID. Everybody you saw on tonight's show was a part of that. But that's not a reason to book a show like this. And that's not a reason to make this show a missed week in the weeks that we need to build towards a pay-per-view. No story was forwarded. Nothing was really focused on, and you put on a show to thank everybody for Daly's Place. We're coming home, and how important Daly's Place is to AEW during the COVID era. Fine. But you yeah. sacrificed what? To tell stories and forward stories and make new stories? To get people on television to give us nothing matches that are going to be forgotten tomorrow when we wake up? For what? As a thank you? You yeah. know what would be a great thank you? Putting on fucking good television. That's a thank you. A thank you would be not wasting two hours of my fucking time watching this show tonight.
2: i tell you what, the tweets and the back and forth between this guy and Bischoff and USA were legit more interesting than this show. And that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. The headlines that he made himself look bad and the company look bad was actually more interesting than the show that he gave to follow up all of those tweets. It's not good. The ball is now in, in gender's court. You know, I mean, it is, you know, at the end of the day, and I know plenty of people have been saying this and everyone who said it is true. This is, it's not a good look. It's not a good look for the CEO to, to get that down and dirty and argue with fans and argue with talent and argue with everyone on social media. You don't see anyone else in corporate doing things like that man not just triple h any fucking body i mean you don't you don't care yourself like that first off you shouldn't care that much and if you do don't let people know that you care that much you are out there arguing with bischoff and russo and whoever the fuck is out there you're calling them irrelevant but you're arguing with them you are arguing with them they're relevant now because of you they're trending because of you Jinder Mahal is trending because of you. Don't give them the ammo. Just do what you do. I, listen, I,
1: I can sit here and talk about Tony Khan's social media behavior and make it a fucking two hour show. Why he shouldn't do this. Why he shouldn't do that. Why he shouldn't say this. Whatever. Tony Khan's going to do what Tony Khan is going to do. Okay. This this show, you know, a lot of people are just too blinded and too stuck in their ways. It's like fucking the New York Yankees and the New York Mets. It's like the Rangers and the Devils, or, or whatever. You know, it's it's like everybody wants to root for their favorite fucking team. Fine, I'm not here to root for anybody. I'm I'm here to. root. I don't know. I don't believe I have to fucking say this again. I'm here to root for great pro wrestling. What we got tonight was not a great show. It wasn't, by any stretch of the imagination. It was a waste of my time. And the only thing that I enjoyed tonight on tonight's show was Adam Page and Claudio. Fantastic fucking match. A pay-per-view, open, worthy match. No doubt about it. The rest of the show, we got Swerve, we got Joe, we got Page, and then we got Hook. Hook is getting a championship match. I guess we'll I guess we'll start there, because Jesse mentioned it twice already. Hook is getting a championship match next week, and this was the brunt of Tony Khan's tweet yesterday in regards to Hook getting a championship match. I don't know where the, the ammo for this came from. I don't know who was saying what to Tony Khan yesterday for him to just pick up his phone and say, you know what, I'm just going to fucking go out there and, Speak my piece. WWE gave Jinder Mahal a world championship match. It was announced on Monday that he will be getting a championship match against Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship on Monday Night Raw next week. Tony Khan apparently was receiving messages or tweets in regards to whatever he puts on his show, and then he feels like people aren't blasting WWE for this no named match taking place on Monday, as if it's not a problem. Like, I don't know who he's listening to. Like, what tweets are you reading? Who are you listening to? Who are you watching that has praised this match next week? Nobody, nobody wants to see this match. Nobody wants to see Jinder on TV. He's fucking terrible. And nobody thinks Jinder Mahal should be getting a championship match. So why are you putting your brand and your name out there, actively promoting the match on Monday to make a point where you know everybody's just going to get on your case and make you out to be public enemy number one? Yes, you're correct. It doesn't make sense. But it actually worked in... WWE saver here. It was actually a disadvantage for Tony Khan to get into this argument because people have already made their assumptions about Tony Khan and the way he books and the way he runs his shows, and you're not going to beat the machine in WWE, so why even bother? Where's that effort to put towards this show tonight? What you should have said is, hey, fuck that match. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Look at these guys not making any sense. Where's the effort to make tonight's show better than what WWE is going to do on Monday night? Because I didn't see it. So why are you putting it out there, putting yourself in front of the social media gangbusters and they're going to just shit all over you? I don't get it. I don't get it. Is Tony Khan wrong, Jesse? No, he's not. But like you said, why engage with these people? You just sank to their level now. And he looks like an idiot.
2: Yep. Yep. It it, it makes no sense. I mean, you're you're... I mean, Jinder Mahal, I mean, for for all this, I mean, the guy is just a wrestler. The guy is just talent. He's not high up on the card. I mean, I don't understand why Tony is even speaking of this guy. You want to speak of Seth Rollins, okay, he's speaking about greatness at the very least. But why are you talking about Jinder Mahal, man? It is not that important. He is not that important. You are making yourself look less than favorable. You are making the talent in your locker room go, Jesus Christ, would he please just stop tweeting? It's not that important. The time and effort you spent talking about Jinder Mahal's match should have been used to make this show better. 100%. I agree. I mean, the show was bad. You could have spent your time better to make this show better rather than worrying about what Jinder is doing. And then, in fact, you putting Hook in a match with Joe... This match alone, this match tells me that Joe's not going to be champion long. It tells me they have nothing for Joe to do and they're just trying to spend some time getting him a couple of W's before he coughs up that title. I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why this whole debate is happening between Gender and Seth and, and Hook and Joe. I don't know why Tony Khan cares what Seth and Jinder are doing. If people are criticizing your product, either fix it or stop caring. It doesn't matter what Gender is doing. It shouldn't matter what gender is doing. Now, gender,
1: gender is getting a shot at Seth Rollins on Monday. That's that's as far as we know. Then he mentions Hook. People are calling out AEW for booking random matches on a on a weekly basis with no rhyme or reason. Open challenges every week, championship matches where half of the fucking people challenging for these titles don't even deserve a shot at the title that they're challenging for. So he feels like people aren't bringing that same energy to WWE, but they're bringing that energy to him every single week. Tony, I know you're watching, or somebody in the company is going to get this to Tony. said this last night with Drew. You can't go on social media, and you can't put on a show like this as a fucking rebuttal when you went out there on social media yesterday and you blasted them... For doing the same exact thing you've been doing for the last two and a half fucking years. Probably more than that. You know, in the first half, we didn't mind it because there were stories revolving around the rest of the show. Now, every single week I watch this show, I don't know who I'm getting. I don't know where where the titles are. I don't know who the champions are. I don't know what titles are what. I can't distinguish titles from this one, that one. You're doing the same thing that they're doing on a weekly basis. I don't know how anybody in this company hasn't told you that already. Yeah. Why are you out there telling them and airing their dirty laundry when your laundry is just as fucking filthy?
2: Yeah, if he never went on that Twitter tirade this week and just put on this show, it would have been much easier to say, okay, well, it's a new year. We're coming off with fresh feuds. We have to reset because MJF is out. How about we be a little patient and relax and see what goes where? That All that shit's out the window now because of what you said on Twitter. So now we want to see some action backing up all these words. And not not only that, nothing. Jesse,
1: his, his actions. Now, everything he does, every move from this point is going to be magnified even further. the next title match that Tony Khan gives us, you don't think people are now going to tell him, hey, Tony, why is this guy getting a championship match? He's only wrestled on fucking Rampage for the last three years. He hasn't been on fucking Dynamite. Where the fuck is he? Yep.
2: Yep. People are going to dig back to this and bring that shit back up every time now. Leave it alone. Why are you trying to book their shows? Why are you trying to say, well, this is reasonable because Jinder and Seth are doing this? Where is the outrage? You think... Okay, so for your money, you expect people to be watching your show. And now instead, because of these tweets, people are now going to go over and look and see what Jinder and Seth are doing. You exactly. are only helping them.
1: And yeah, Tony tried to... You know, we discussed this last night on TNT. Tony might have this, you know, genius mentality about him on social media, this evil genius mentality about him. You know, he'll put something out and generate interest in, in AEW and you know, he threw Hook's name out there and Samoa Joe, blah, blah, blah. He was coming up with reasons as to why his his creative made sense. He was trying to drum up interest in dynamite. That's exactly what WWE does. They they, they sucker you in to watch something. Right, And then they pull the rug right out from underneath you. And then you end up excited about something going in and then WWE never delivers. It's exactly what Vince McMahon used to do. So if Tony Khan was trying to drum up interest for this show, you would think the show would come off a little bit better than it did tonight and forward some fucking stories going into a major pay-per-view, which they're probably going to sell 18,000 tickets for. They did none of that. So what you did was drum up interest in the show. And this is the show that people got I don't doubt people are going to say, fuck this shit. Like, what did I watch tonight? I feel like I wasted two hours of my time.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was it was not a
1: great, man. You know, we, we say a lot in regards to what Tony Khan needs to do to fix the show and how things need to be better in certain aspects, in certain areas. You can't go on social media And blame them and call them out for something that you have been more than guilty for. You can't do that. Don't throw stones in the glass house, man. Hook. You know, listen, I love Hook. And I love Taz. I do. I think they're great. And I think people like Hook should be on TV a little bit more frequently. Okay? And Hook should be featured. He's a, a future piece of the company. Still green Still learning, but that doesn't mean Hook isn't going to be a future piece of the company. Let that kid mold himself into being what we know he can be. And he's got Taz in his corner, and you know he's going to have his head on right. But don't sit there and tell me, with 28-1 and record, that Hook, holding a fucking title that's not even recognized as an actual title in the company, deserves to be in the ring with somebody like Samoa Joe... Stop. For the world title.
2: I, for the I world title. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen a, a reaction from Taz, kind of like one of, kind of being worried about his son stepping into a ring, like with a killer like Joe. Like, yeah, yeah, Taz is, I mean, my, my hook is great, hook is great, but hold on, hold on. This is go I mean, hold on. He's not ready to be in the fucking ring with Samoa Joe for the title. Joe is a killer. Who, who knows what Joe would do to him to retain his title, he's not ready for this kind of heat yet. But they're just going, hey, this is great. He gets a title shot next week. There is there. I mean, is is anyone afraid of this young this young fucking rookie stepping into the ring with Samoa Joe for the bro, world? Title? Bro, Where's never mind here? that. Why is Samoa Joe afraid of anybody? Why would he be?
1: Why Why would he be afraid of anybody? I mean. Samoa Joe, one of Samoa Joe's legs is the size of Hook. I mean, holy shit. Uh, not to take anything away from Hook, because I'm trying to look at it from a logical point of view. Hook is going to go into this match, and they will probably have a great match. Joe will give Hook a great match, and Hook will stand on his own, and everybody will be like, yeah, that's the opportunity that we needed. It'll get him to the next rung up the ladder. Fine. But my problem is, how many times have we seen this in the past? Where Tony Khan gives a young kid an opportunity and then he's off TV for the next seven fucking weeks. So what What was the point of the opportunity against the world champion if you weren't going to follow through with that? I ask you this question for all the fucking smartasses on social media. You're, you're clamoring for Hook versus Samoa Joe. What's next for Hook when he loses the world championship? Where does he go? Does he go feud with fucking... Uh, Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order? Where the fuck does he go?
2: He was 28-1 last year. Now he's going to start this year off with an early one or the 0-1. I mean, he's this is an early L. This is done. Are you protecting him for the future? What will we doing? His first title defense is already a loss. How does this benefit Hook? It doesn't benefit Hook. He'll be on fucking Collision Wrestling Action
1: and Andretti in a one-on-one yeah. match.
2: Yeah, I don't see how this benefits
1: Hook at all. Like, I understand you want to give people an opportunity, but don't sit there and tell me that Hook deserves a fucking title match. He doesn't. There are, I don't want to say there aren't, a handful of people in that company right now deserve an opportunity at the AEW World Championship. Hook is not one of them. You cannot go on social media and explain that Hook is 28-1. and Who the fuck has he beaten? Who? No. Has he beaten a major name? Has he beaten a page? Has he beaten a swerve? Has he beaten Roderick Strong? Has he beaten fucking Kenny Omega? Has he beaten anybody? No. Has he beaten anybody? No,
2: he hasn't. Your record is just your record is just a number. There is something called your your, the, your, your strength and schedule. How tough was your schedule? Did you get twenty five wins on dark? Did you face anybody with any kind of uh, with any kind of uh, uh, upside? Did you do anything? Swerve should be. I don't see how anybody is challenging for that world title before Swerve Strickland. To be honest with you, no one, no one. That it in itself me, doesn't
1: even make any fucking sense. Like this, yeah. this kid's
2: getting a championship match before the fucking two guys that were out there staring Joe in the face tonight. Yeah, that makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. By just watching your shows if you want to just bring people in who don't watch your show and throw numbers in their face, like 28 and one, he's facing the champion that might seem well and great but for the people who has been watching your show week in and week out. We're looking at this, like what the fuck are we doing? He's 28 and one. That doesn't mean that 28 is nothing. Swerve should be the next one to face Joe period.
1: You want to give, you want to give someone a world championship match TK. How about you give Konosuke Takeshita who beat Kenny Omega twice Twice. In the same fucking year, a championship match against Samoa Joe. At least at that point, I'd look at it and say, hey, man, you know what? This this kid beat Kenny Omega, one of the best pro wrestlers of all time, twice in 2023. He's yeah. he's deserved it. He's earned the world championship match. No, but you give it to fucking hook and then you tout a twenty-eight and one record. That's me. No. That's like me coming on here with fucking two subscribers streaming a fucking podcast in front of zero live viewers for twenty-eight straight weeks, and then going on Twitter and saying, Hey man, I got the number one podcast in the IWC. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off with that fucking bullshit. No. no Come on, no, man.
2: No, it to to cast us two Kenny Omega wins is way more attractive than Hook's 28. Easily. It's it's who you beat. In what manner, how, what happened, what kind of momentum do you have? This is, this is, where does Hook, how, how can Hook go up from here? He doesn't. He's he not is. even, he's not even up yet. He's gonna, he's down before he even gets in the fucking ring with Samoa Joe next week. Man. I'm sure he'll look good. I'm sure he'll look fine. But for creative creative reasons, this makes no sense. you got no trust. There's no
1: trust there. Like, I don't understand why you're on social media arguing with fucking people who have Naito as their profile picture. I don't get it. Why? Nobody trusts you. We don't trust you as much as we used to. What'd you do with Stat? She beats Jade Cargill. She puts the one in fifty fucking whatever in one. Right? What happened to her? What was her reign? Where did her reign go? Nowhere. Floating up the East fucking river. Chris Statlander.
2: So disappointing,
1: man. What? What? Well, well, who else? Who else? Give me some more. Exa- What'd you do with Wardlow? Wardlow. Oh. She- Wardlow was the hottest babyface in the entire fucking company. What'd you do to him when he beat MJF? The first thing you do is put him in a goddamn match with 20 security guards. I wasn't sure if I was watching a pro wrestling match or a
2: fucking comedy show. What are yeah. we doing? Not a try, not a trying desperately to get his momentum back. You had momentum for him. You cut his hair off and took him off TV.
1: Those are just two examples. Takeshda. He's been off TV wrestling Matt Seidel on Rampage after beating one of the greatest pro wrestlers on the face of the planet, twice. One in front of 80,000 people. And two, the second one in Chicago in one of the best matches all year. What'd you do with him? Yeah, we'll take him off TV. Those are just three examples. And there's countless others. Countless others. You can't go on social media and cry Jinder Mahal getting a championship match when Orange Cassidy has a fucking random open challenge every week. I mean, this guy two weeks ago went up to Rocky Romero. He don't even fucking work here and gave him a championship match. But you got the balls to go on social media and cry about Jinder fucking Mahal getting a championship match. Were you the same guy that that gave Daniel Garcia a championship match against MJF? No disrespect to Daniel Garcia, but he falls into the same category as Hook. A, nobody should be—MJF shouldn't be giving open challenges to fucking anybody, number one. And number two, Daniel Garcia dancing around is not really a world championship-caliber pro wrestler, Tony Khan. Not yet, anyway. But the match just randomly happened, and everybody's like, oh, there are two pillars of AEW. (laughs) Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That match automatically puts MJF at a fucking level beneath where he should be because he's in the ring with someone that doesn't deserve to be in the ring with him. Yeah. And what yeah. did MJF do for Daniel Garcia? Nothing. Nothing. Did the match mm-hmm. did the match elevate Daniel Garcia? No, he went on to lose fucking eight more matches after that. Don't get me started. Don't. Wow. Wow. Ethan Page, Ethan Page is 9-1 and and got a shot at MJF. You fucking kidding
2: me? Where is he?
1: Where is Ethan Page? (laughs) Is he buried in the fucking snow up in Canada? Where the fuck is he?
2: What's going on with Jay Lethal? Where's
1: Jay Lethal? Jay Lethal had a very good story coming out of the Continental Classic. You think, I don't know, maybe on a fucking homecoming show where he's definitely a part of that. He start telling that story in front Follow of up. everybody. Where's the House of Black?
2: Follow up. House of Black is on collision. Where's
1: Mark oh, Briscoe? Yeah. Look at the story he had coming Ooh. out of the Continental Classic. What well, where's yeah. everybody?
2: Yeah, this is a, this is it's time to start cashing in on all of those stories from the Continental Classic. Easily. I don't care. You can't get let it. him go cold. You can't let him go cold. If you let Jay Lethal go cold, he's right back to where you started and the tournament meant nothing. I mean, I know somebody
1: will clip this. I'm sure someone's fucking tweeting away. Oh, JD hates hey, AEW. Let me, let, please come on the show and refute anything I said. Please.
2: Yeah. They botched Thunder
1: Rosa's return. Thunder Rosa was in the ring with Abaddon. Where the fuck was Abaddon tonight? Was she a part of that big eight woman tag team match? Because from what I saw, the eight women in that match are the eight women that AEW's getting behind. You know who was missing? Abaddon. Abaddon's not going to be a part of the fucking eight that Tony Khan is pushing on weekly television. She was used as a freak show because he needs someone on Saturday night because nobody wants to work Saturday night because Saturday night sucks. That's why. Ridiculous. Adam Copeland's in the ring with fucking God knows who tonight. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. The fuck does Adam Copeland have to do with homecoming, AEW? Where's Christian? Just look at that. We bypassed the week to put Copeland in a nothing eight-man tag... Where the fuck was Christian Cage tonight? You think that's a story that we need some selling on? The guy just had his TNT title stolen because of nefarious bullshit from Christian Cage. Yeah, let me team with these fucking guys on, on Dynamite tonight. Nothing.
2: They could have did more with Adam Cole. You flew Adam Cole all the way out there to get on the show and just sit in the ring for that one segment and talk for a couple of seconds. Bro, and that was bro.
1: It. it was the same promo as last week.
2: <laughs> that was it. Brody's
1: going after the international championship. Great. We, fucking we heard start it. writing a goddamn fucking
2: story. We heard that. Wardlow's going to be champ. We're going to be champ. We heard that. We're going to
1: be the world champion. When, when Wardlow's standing there, he's looking down at Adam Cole. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm going to win the world title. I don't yeah. know whether Wardlow's looking at him like he's crazy or Wardlow's already bored with the fact that he's got to be there and nothing was yeah. advanced.
2: Yeah, if you, if, if, you, if you booked Adam and Cole on the show and that's all you... Bro, I would have, I would have, I would have littered Adam Cole's segments throughout the night in the back with the with with the Undisputed Kingdom. Back to just talking about plans. What are they gonna do? This, that, something, some. Adam Cole should be your new top guy. He's the one that essentially is the reason MJF is off the, is off TV. So we need to see someone. So we gave us Joe for one segment. That was not enough, but that's fine. Adam Cole can sit there and hold segments throughout the night and keep the show interesting. You gave him nothing. You gave him nothing. The guy didn't need to be there. Word for word, scripted
1: to say the same thing that he said last week. What am I, an idiot? (laughs) I mean, he said the same thing that he said last week. Why would you send him out there to say the same exact thing that he said last week after the fucking pay-per-view ended? Well, what do you what do you what do you think the, the A W fan base forgot what he said? I, I think uh, the fans need a refresher on what Adam Cole tried to get across last week. Now I know what their fucking mission statement is. Thank you. Start penning the fucking story. Oh, Matt Taven and uh, Mike Bennett—they're the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Nobody gives a shit. Nope. Nobody cares. They're dead titles. You want to you want you want to get my interest? Have them go after the A W Tag Team fucking titles and fucking pull them away from whoever the fuck has them now.
2: You mean the guy that lost today?
1: Yeah, the guy that lost. Ricky Starks, who lost <laughs> tonight. Well, they sent Chris Jericho out there to fucking continue having his theme music play in a post-match attack just to drown out the fucking booze.
2: I noticed that, yeah.
1: <laughs> now, please continue to think we're fucking stupid, AEW. Please, please. I love making people look fucking stupid, and I love calling out their bullshit. You sent Jericho out there to fucking sing Judas. Nice cut-up theme song, right? The fans don't want to sing fucking Judas. They don't. They don't want to see Jericho on television anymore. And I'm not even touching that topic because there's been nothing brought to him. Nothing. People are booing him for no fucking reason. Yep. What else happened tonight? What? Please, someone fill me in. What else
2: happened? Swerve? Nothing. That is is today's show, ladies and gentlemen. Sting jumped off a fucking,
1: uh, Sting jumped off a, uh, whatever tonight. A little... Sting didn't die. Pileway. Sting didn't die. Darby didn't die. It's good. Oh, yeah. Here's the kicker. Here's the one that's good. I can't wait to listen to Cornette on this one. They're giving Sting his final match at Revolution, and the Young Bucks yeah. are getting Sting and Darby Allen. Who the fuck made that decision? I'm assuming Sting before you sit on it. You think Sting came up with this and wants to wrestle the Young Bucks?
2: I'm assuming Sting had a hand in picking his final opponent. I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes on that one. Maybe he, maybe it's who he had to pick from. I don't know. But, yes, I don't think that they gave Sting his last match and said, this is what you're doing. Enjoy it. You're probably correct. I will admit I'm wrong on that
1: Probably More than likely, 100% well, wrong on that. But, I mean, they have been gone. They're ice cold. They have nothing to do with Sting, and I feel like it's just so random that I I can't really fully wrap my head around it right now. And and again, you know, Jesse is going to reel me in here. We'll we'll, we'll see the story play out. If there's going to be a story, there's probably a reason they came out with their porn mustaches tonight. They look different. They look dapper, right? But, uh, I I mean, at first glance, it's like, is that it? I mean, you couldn't choose anybody
2: better for Sting's final match? No, I will, I you're wrong on that one. I can't even find any light in that one. They're not they're not gonna be able to make this interesting between that one. I mean they're not.
1: You know, who knows if Jericho and Sammy Guevara were the original plan before all these uh tw- these these tweets. Oh my god, Kylie <laughs> Ray tweeted a heart emoji! Jericho's gonna get cancelled. <laughs> Over an emoji. Over a fucking heart emoji. <laughs> Plans have now potentially changed from Sting Darby Jericho Sammy to Sting Darby
2: Young Bucks. Yeah, that's that's that that's never gonna come. That's, that's never gonna come together. That's never gonna end up. Oh, that makes sense. That's never gonna make sense. At the same time, though, who would? We just know it needs to be a match with Darby. That we know. We also know this for a fact: the Bucks are gonna make Sting look great in this last match.
1: As I don't I don't I push. don't doubt that. It's just, it's just very weird. Yeah. How they they don't do you know it's amazing. You know every time you mention FTR, you know, you bring up a point like what what happened to them? You know, it, it, are, are they being punished? Are they being scaled back when you know who got fired? You yeah. know, it, it it just it doesn't sit well with me that they're going to be in in North Carolina. For Sting's final match, and FTR is not in the main event against Sting and Darby Allen. Like, I mean, how how are they not a better choice than the Young Bucks? Now, you know, you're probably right. Sting probably chose the Young Bucks. He had a hand in choosing the Young Bucks. But, I mean, holy shit. I mean, if I have a choice between two teams, it's Dax and Cash fucking seven days out of seven days of the week.
2: Yeah, but again, is FTR being scaled back? Is FTR... On a short leash. I don't. I don't know. They lost those titles quickly. Didn't give a shit about getting them back. They're just relegated to collision. And I tune in here and there. And yeah, they're not really doing jack shit, man. They're not really doing jack shit. And if they're not feuding with the Young Bucks, I don't know why FTR is here. That's that's the only reason that they're signed, is to feud with the Bucks. And they're not doing jack shit. And they're they just.
1: They're just going through the motions, man. I don't know. I I, I just, I, sometimes I'm just left speechless by what we see on television. And, and you know, I, I'm sure, I'm I'm positive people are going to be like, oh, JD's anti-AEW and this and that. I, again, I have to reiterate, Jesse and I are not anti-AEW. But, man, you are, you are sadly just in denial if you don't Realize that there are huge issues here. We yeah. we've, we've we've foreshadowed these issues. And this show was the boiling point of all right, let me see them hit the reset button. We're on the right track, and then we get this homecoming show. I love Brody Lee. I I listen, Brody Lee's great, but it felt like, you know, a, a whole tribute show to him again. It wasn't even fucking homecoming. It was more Brody Lee than anything. Because Brody yeah, Lee was it- synonymous with with Daly's place, and that's great. Which but there's fine. a time he and a place to a do that.
2: Show. give him a tribute show every fucking year for all I can. Yes. He deserves one every year. Great, dedicated as such, and a and a night like tonight would not be held to any kind of standard other than we're gonna pay homage to to Brody Lee tonight. All right, they kind of half in that half out. Homecoming, Brody Lee tributes. We saw Brody Lee. They they it, it didn't feel like an all out Brody Lee show. And if that was the case, it would have been great. Call it a non-canon show. We're back at home. We're going to honor Brody Lee. That's it. But that's not how it came off.
1: You know, we talk about how WWE has had the same showrunner for how many years? Vince McMahon was there. Didn't want to listen to nobody. Did his own thing. Did what he did to please Vince McMahon and didn't give a shit about the fans. I'm not saying Tony Khan doesn't give a shit about the fans, But sometimes you look at a show like this and it's like Tony Khan waking up one morning and booking a show that he wants to book for Tony Khan and not the fans. But then it comes off as if he's really doing it for the fans, but more it's for Tony Khan. And I can't I can't stress that enough. You know, Tony Khan in year five because it's not the same AEW. If you think it's the same AEW, then go take a fucking hike. It's not. You know, you could sit there and claim, oh, it's great pro wrestling, great pro wrestling, blah, blah. It was a great show tonight. It was great pro wrestling. That's because Tony Khan has ingrained that in you. And, and I don't want to say hypnotized, but he's, he's giving you the fucking narrative. Great pro wrestling. AEW is the hub for
2: great pro wrestling. Great. Great. If that's, if, we know if that. that. If that's his goal, if that's what he wants to give us, his shows with great pro wrestling, I feel like he has that in Rampage and Collision. I feel like he should dedicate, at the very bare minimum, dedicate Dynamite to more storyline-driven. And you can take nights off on a rampage. Just go out there and give us banger matches, you know? But it feels like Dynamite should be a lot more story-driven than this. This this, This was just boring. Any given week, I watch a Dynamite and I watch a collision.
1: I don't know who I'm getting. We've discussed this on Tuesdays. I want to watch a show knowing who's on the roster, what I'm getting, and I want a concentrated roster where I know stories are going to be fucking developed. How many roster, How many people on this roster? It's got to be upwards of five hundred, easy. I can I don't. I don't know who. I don't know who's signed with the company. Who's not signed with the company? Every time Feithful Select comes out with somebody, oh yeah, another independent contract, uh, independent talent contracted to AEW. Okay. What the fuck? Well, who, who's on what show? You got everything all over the place. You got titles that don't mean shit. Yet you want to say great pro wrestling. All right, this isn't some fucking fantasy realm. You want great pro wrestling? You want, you wanna be, you wanna be a booker, go turn on your PlayStation 5, fire up WWE2K or AEW5 Forever, and fucking dream matches up your asshole. There you go. That's not what you do on Dynamite and collision. This is real life. This isn't some fucking video game. I'm here for more than just great pro wrestling because we know we're expecting that. I'm here for fucking story. If you don't understand that story is king, by this point, you will never take AEW to where it needs to go. Why are the ratings in the fucking toilet? You can sit there and tout your ratings all you want. Why are they where they are? Why haven't they gone up? Why hasn't AEW creeped up year over year? Because it's the same shit week in and week out. I could book Claudio and Hangman fucking every single week, and they'll go out there and have a banger match. You could put Brian Danielson in a fucking match against a goddamn mannequin that sits in Victoria's Secret fucking storefront window. It'll be a five-star match. You, you could shit out five-star he, matches. He what are you giving us? Sleep. Story! which right now you're giving us zero. You could sit there at a scrum. You could go on social media and argue with Meltzer and Bischoff and Russo and Inferno, Conan, whatever. You're giving us zero. No story. When you realize that story is king, then Dynamite, Collision, and AEW will flourish. Right now they're stuck in this fucking lull, and I can't tell if they're ever going to get out. And right now, I used to trust Tony Khan to bring us out, see that ray of, of sunshine, you know, in, in, a dark, in a darkened alleyway. I don't see it. I don't see it right now. Right now, my trust in what AEW is doing is very low. It probably is the lowest it's ever been. And it's sad that I say that because everybody listening to me knows I'm right.
2: It wouldn't feel so bad if he didn't just... Put his heart out there on Twitter. Because if, if he was, if he spoke less and did less, it would leave us a little bit more to imagine. Like maybe he's got something up his sleeve. Maybe something is cooking. Maybe we don't know. Let's just see. He's he, he's falling apart out there. And it's not a good look. And it tells us, and, and after a, a, an incident like that and in this show, then it really tells us he has nothing going on. What's the alternative? What's what's the alternative in AEW? Tony Khan going
1: on. Twitter after every match saying, oh, yeah, it's a great atmosphere in Daly's plays. What a great match. Justified. This is awesome. justified. This is awesome, chance. This is awesome <laughs> chance. I mean, if Triple H did that, I mean, holy fucking shit. But Triple H <laughs> doesn't do that. Did Triple H do that with NXT black and gold? No. no. You know how he operated? And Tony Khan probably hates being compared to Triple H, but... You know, I'm going to fucking do it anyway. You know what Triple H did? He put on a banger show. He gave you quality over quantity. Take over fucking five matches, ended an hour and 50 minutes. And basically, he told you without telling you on a fucking scrum or on social media, bitch, you're going to watch NXT on, on on fucking Wednesday night on the network, man, because you're going you're to gonna want to know what happens next. He left me fucking, he left me and Jesse drooling for fucking more story. Yeah. What, what What are we doing here, man? What are we doing here? I can't wait to shut this fucking stream off and continue my Grandmaster Nightfalls on Destiny 2. I can't fucking wait. What the fuck are we talking about? There's nothing for me to sink my teeth into. There's nothing for me to be excited about. I'm here ranting for an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. Get off social media. Please. Get off. It works. Stop tweeting. Hire a fucking writing team. Hire a creative writing team while you are the final say. Right now, Tony Khan is the booker. He's the matchmaker. He's the final say. He's this. He's that. He wears fucking eight fucking hats. I got 12 brave hats sitting on my fucking shelf right there. You know how many I wear? One. One. If I wore all 12, then all 12 will be worn out. Do you know why I don't wear the other 11? Because I wear them for special occasions. One fucking hat. You should wear one hat. The other 11 hats should be worn by people who are writing for you, with you wearing your one hat saying, you know what, Will Washington, that doesn't sound good. Let's change it. Go back to the drawing board. Tell me what I'm telling lies. Something. Ridiculous. Absolutely nothing show. Nothing show. You want you want what's wrong with AEW? You listen to tonight's show. Yet nothing will change. He'll go on cagematch.net, he'll look at all the fucking geeks who rated this show a seven and a half out of ten, and then he'll think he did a good job tonight because the hardcores said, you know what? Dynamite was great tonight. I did a great job. I could go to sleep at fucking 5 a.m. and wake up at 8 a.m. and conduct business tomorrow. No. Cage match. It's not real. It's not. they are a bunch of lonely virgins who sit in their fucking basement who watch pro wrestling 24 hours a day. No sunlight, nothing. You want to know who you need to listen to? The fucking real people who fucking invest money into this shit.
2: Apparently the USA Network knows that as well.
1: Ridiculous.
2: They know that cage, that cage match sucks, dude.
1: Who goes to CageMatch.net? Who? I didn't even know the fucking site existed before Tony Khan started using it. Now I use it to take notes on House of Glory when I got to do commentary. Where did this guy wrestle last? How many reigns did this guy have? How many combined days does this person have? It's great. You're using that as a metric to feel good about your shows? For five years, I've been telling you what's been right and what's been wrong with this show. You can, I'll give you my fucking phone number. Call me up. JD, what happened tonight? I don't need a fucking cage match. I don't need a dirt sheet. I don't need this one or that one. I'll tell you right off the fucking, right off the cuff what was wrong. There's nothing here. I got no notes. I got a fucking mouse pad, a mouse, and my iPad is off. There's no fucking notes. You want to know what's wrong with AEW? Five years, five years this guy and me have been here telling you exactly what's wrong. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. It's going to be a long, long, long year without Maxwell Jacob Friedman in your company because right now he's the only fucking reason to tune into this shit.
2: Got Adam Cole hobbling on one fucking leg. Swerve is out there. Right? We love Swerve. Trying to break, he's got he's to gotta wait for Hook, though. He's got to wait for Hook to get his turn first. And, and when Swerve get,
1: becomes champion, he'll be in great
2: matches with no story. First, we got to get Hangman and Swerve again. And that match worries me because now who wins? I'm not going to lie. I don't want to see Hangman lose a third goddamn high-profile match to Swerve. And I definitely don't want to see Swerve lose and then be up 2-1 to one in the fucking feud. I think well, you booked yourself into a corner right there, buddy. Will
1: Osprey's coming in February. You know what my question is to everybody? Will Ospreay's coming in. Oh, yeah. You know what my question is? What do you got for him? What's he going to do? What is he going to do? Where is he going to fit? What's the, what's the story with Will Ospreay? What, what, what are we putting him in? How am I going to invest my time with Will Ospreay? Oh, but Will Ospreay's coming in to give great matches. You could put Will Ospreay in a fuck. You could cryogenically freeze Will Ospreay. and it'll give you a great f- five star match.
2: Will Osprey farted a four star match this morning.
1: You could cut it- off Will Ospreay's legs, both of them, and it'll give you a fucking seven star match.
2: Easily. I hope they go ahead and put him in there with Don Callis, and it should be a lot easier to book him. But other than that, they do, do with him. There's no Kenny Omega. There's no Adam Cole. There's no MJF. No. Alternative. This. Oh, they're,
1: they're the alternative.
2: What alternative? To what? Alternative is this Saturday. Hard to kill. You know, I'm. You know, being, being
1: that this show has been heavily high, I may even, I may even watch. To be
2: honest with you, I'm looking forward to it. Actually, a, a, a good reset, dude. They're doing big things. They got a lot of big signings. I'm looking forward to it.
1: How many different problems do you need for me and Jesse to go over before something is done? How many? Tag team titles non-existent. International Championship Open Challenge every fucking week. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston just won a Continental Classic and you're giving him fucking... Trent Tremperetta? Trent is great, don't get me wrong, but what the fuck is Trent Barretta doing in a Continental title match? What?
2: Oh, he, Wait, won, he, he won he eight he matches
1: on Rampage. I thought he had Wheeler Uta. No, it was Trent Barretta. Trent beat Vikingo, Brian Keith, and Brian Cage in oh, a Fatal 4-Way. Right.
2: That's right. That that's was the right. week you were gone, and I ranted on it. That's right. I heard I heard so I heard um Yuda talk about getting a title match with Kingston and he mentioned that there would be no interference. Is that what it is now going forward? The same rules in the Continental Classic for every title defense that there's no ringside interference.
1: Is that what's is that what they're doing?
2: Yeah, he's facing Yuda on Rampage. You to cut a promo on Kingston, and he said he said that there will be no ringside interference because it's, it's for that title. If they turn into, like, another pure title, is that what it's going to be for every title match now? That's kind of shitty. That's well, the first time hearing that. Yeah, you said it tonight in this in this promo tonight.
1: Continental Championship is just as bad as all the other championships that right now have no identity. It's basically what that speaks to
2: me as. It's, it's messed up, man. Kingston should have a great story. If if you're looking for stories to tell, that Continental Classic should have all of your stories laid out for you for the next couple of months. All of them. The seeds have planted or already throughout that tournament. Pick them up and go. What is, what is Jay Leto gonna do? All right. What's going on with 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 Briscoe? What's going on with I mean? There's so many stories to come out of it. You should have plenty of stories, mid-level stories to tell right now just from that tournament alone.
1: The other thing that happened tonight was Jay White and the Gun Club contemplating a partnership with the acclaimed. Billy (laughs) Gunn, Max Caster, and Anthony Bowens. You know, Bang Bang Scissor Gang is what Anthony Bowens wants this new super group to be called. So so let me get this straight. Jay, Jay White, and, and again, I mean this in no disrespect <laughs> towards Anthony Bowens and, and Max Castor because Jesse and I both love those guys, okay? This is more about the creative side of things. If anybody wants to fucking clip this or anybody in the company's watching, oh, JD's disrespect. No, no. This is more about the creative side because this is lowbrow creative. You take Jay White, who's wrestling MJF for the World Championship, and then he loses. You put him in a Continental Classic to resuscitate him and give him some credibility back after what he did in the loss with MJF. And then you want to take him from the Continental Classic and put him in a super group with the non-existent, irrelevant trios champions to do what exactly? Scissor. To do what exactly? Are we going to sell? Are we going to sell Bullet Club inspired Scissor belts now? Scissor. Or are we have we gotten any dialogue that they're going to go after the undisputed kingdom here? I didn't I didn't, I didn't, I, didn't I didn't hear back. Anthony Bowen say anything about the undisputed kingdom tonight. No. Jay White. I thought the, Jay, I thought the whole Jay White thing Jesse. Back. Jay White standing next to Billy Gunn. Yeah. What are we doing? Oh, but that's great. That's good creative, JD. they uh, they they're, they're tying storylines in. Oh, okay. The no. the, accla- the acclaimed, the fuck do they? They they're, they're tying things together because they can't take out the undisputed kingdom. Adam Cole's injured. He, what was he going to do? Go kick his butt. ass. Go get him. Shove him off the chair. He can't get up. Go, go get him. He's got a call. He's got a call. He's got a fuck. He's the, one of them. One of them old senior citizen beepers around his neck. He's got a call break to get up. The fuck. <laughs> Who's it? Who else is there? Roddy and, and Matt Taven. It might you can't take them on. You, you need the Bullet Club's help. No, no. I don't know, man. How about how about Wardlow, Roddy, or or the Kingdom and Roddy go after uh, the Trios Championships?
2: Nah. They did
1: they, they didn't mention the trios title. They th- they had no problem throwing them through fucking glass, though. But no, they don't want the trios titles. No, they want to mention all the other titles. Now, but the trios titles, we don't want them. You took them out for a fucking reason, right? You took them out because they were teaming with MJF. They were friends of MJF, but you don't want their titles?
2: It's boring, man. It's all boring. Up and down that card. Up and down that card. Except Sting. Except Sting?
1: Which all of Tony's eggs are going to go in the Sting basket. Couldn't even begin to materialize a show for revolution right now. We may be looking at a triple threat with Swerve, Paige, and Joe at Revolution. Yep. Because they're not going to do Swerve and Hangman again. Because that, that. that only results in one thing and one thing only. And it's not Paige winning. And if Paige loses, why is he getting a championship match? So they're just going to go right to the triple threat. Yep. What story are we telling there, TK? Huh? What are we going to do? We're going to do uh, Paige and Joe teaming together. Can they coexist? Well, what are we going to do? But I guarantee you we'll see fucking Paige and Joe versus The Mogul Embassy.
2: Let me ask you this. Why if 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 you were so hell bent on putting Hook in the ring with Joe, why did it need to be a title match? Why not just put them in the ring for a non-title match? Because Hook is 28 and 1, Jesse. Oh goddamn it. He's 28 and 1. <laughs> He's got wins
1: over Jack Perry. Who's not there anymore right now? Anyway, he's got wins over Wheeler Yuda. He's got wins <laughs> over uh, Daddy Magic.
2: You can. What about the Bounty Hunter? Did he beat the Bounty Hunter though?
1: I don't know, man. Maybe somebody uh, should fucking put ooh. a bounty on Tony Khan's fucking notepad. <laughs> they won't Dude. find any reward there because there's nothing written on there.
2: You know, if if Hook wants to come off flipping off with the mouth, I don't see Joe. Sitting there giving out a free title shot, especially when it was in literally in his promo tonight. That I'm not giving out fucking free title shots. But you want to get your ass in the ring with me? You get in the ring with me. We'll get it on. You're not getting a title match. I'm just gonna whoop your ass. We all know. Jesse makes a
1: good point. Why is it not a non-title match? But then you, then you dip into the WWE logic. Oh, they're giving non-title matches, uh, el- eliminator matches, they call it. Yeah, uh, Hook has got to beat Joe to get a no, championship no. match, which is also a fucking dead concept. What are we doing? I thought no, you were no, the no. alternative, yet you're fucking resurrecting Vince McMahon, Bruce Prichard, creative ideas. None
2: of that shit. None of that shit. Win, lose, go home, don't matter. We're fighting because you ran your mouth, and I'm going to whoop your ass, but you don't deserve a title match. Go back to the, bottom, to the back of the line. None of that beat me, you get a title shot bullshit. None of that bullshit. But that doesn't mean Joe doesn't want to fight. I'm the champion. I fight when I want, who I want. And you ain't getting a world title match, but you will get your ass in the ring with me. Joe, Joe came out tonight and
1: said that, you know, he mentioned something about you could go cry, you could be a, a, a fucking hoe on social media and cry all you want about championship matches and opportunities and all this other, this other shit he talked about. And then he said, you, you got to bring your credentials to the championship committee. Which I'm assuming is himself. So he he's only going to deem a handful of people worthy for a championship match. Two of them were in the ring with him at the same time tonight. Is he deeming Hook worthy of a championship opportunity? Is that what we heard
2: tonight? Don't know why he would. Don't know why he would. Joe a doesn't. my face. I, I fight when I want. I'm going to fight at the pay per view to those who come up as my number one contender, not you on a fucking random Wednesday night but i will kick your
1: ass I,
2: I i i don't know man i i don't know i, I don't know what what do we got to do to fix what's wrong here i have joe go out there and choke this shit out of hook have taz run down there and throw the fucking towel in for him. please let go of my fucking son please please that should be that should be the the, the way that this goes like
1: joe joe is Joe is like choose your favorite video game and 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 your final boss your favorite final boss. Joe was that. Joe yep. Joe was like Bowser in Super Mario's uh, Mushroom Kingdom. Joe was like Sephiroth in Final Fantasy VII. Joe is like Dr. Wily in every fucking Mega Man of the 28 Mega Mans that they made. You know uh fucking Joe is Liquid Snake in Metal Gear or Big Boss like he is the final boss. Yeah. He's Ganon in Legend of Zelda. You know, you just given opportunity. Ima- imagine, imagine Ganon just opened up the fucking uh, Hyrule Castle. Yeah, Link, come on in, man. Yeah, we got Princess Zelda here. Yeah, just walk on in, man. Go ahead. Yeah, pull yep. up a chair at the bar or yeah. order yourself a beverage. Yeah, I'm right upstairs in the fucking 11th floor.
2: You fucking yeah. kidding me? Right about now, Hook represents everything that Swerve hated Hangman for. You get the opportunities for no fucking reason. Why not? I mean, why how come I can't get these opportunities? Now Hook is Hooker's is getting a title match for no reason. I gotta go out here and shed blood out here and fucking and 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 do all this other shit with Hangman. I'm still waiting for my opportunity. Here comes Hook 28. 28 wins versus everybody on dark. I I don't know.
1: I don't know. Do we do we do we need to discuss anything else tonight, honestly? What what else happened tonight?
2: Did, to be did be anything honest.
1: else? Did anything else pique your interest tonight
2: on, on tonight's ramp? Uh, <laughs> Dynamite. I, to be honest with you, no. I don't think we really need to go through the whole show. I know. I, I, I'm not even opening up my iPad. Yeah. I'm not. No.
1: no. I'm not. I, what am I, I going to go do. over move for move because fucking no. Lance Archer fucking no. dug up from his grave finally made no. an appearance on, on on Dynamite tonight. It's great. Got to see Jake though. Good to see Jake Roberts, man. Wasn't it? Wasn't. It, here is another one for you. I just love zinging the fucking AEW What w- Was it wasn't Jake Roberts and Lance Archer now aligned with uh Wyatt Family 3.0 over there? Where where were they, where were they oh. tonight? Where were they oh, tonight? Yeah, no no yeah. sign of them right No, nothing. Well, aren't they a new group? Yeah, hey, I forgot about those guys. No, but they're on. They're on uh
2: the colli- Collision
1: yep. on Saturday. They're challenging for the Ring of Honor 6-Man Tag Team titles.
2: I thought they were on ROH somewhere.
1: What do you I, want? You want me to go over what? Exactly. Adam Copeland spearing uh Tova Leona tonight.
2: They put all the women in one match in one segment again. Eight I, women. I, 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 I think they botched on the Rosa's return, man. I mean, she was gone so long and she was the women's champion. One would think they would have all kinds of plans laid out for her big return. And she's just out there standing on the ringside waiting for a tag in the eight-woman tag match like everybody else. She's just sitting there waiting.
1: Thunder Rosa, take nothing away from Sky Blue and Julia Hart. Jesse and I have spoken fucking glowingly of them. Excellent. They've killed it. I'm looking forward to their their growth. But Thunder Rosa being in a tag team match, tagging with Abaddon, who was not a part of this match tonight, only lessened Thunder Rosa's return after 18 months or so. Then you put her in another match tonight with with seven other women, and I love Thunder Rosa. Jesse loves Thunder Rosa, but Thunder Rosa did not feel special at all standing next to any of those women. She felt like everything else in what is right now a lukewarm
2: division. Yeah. She shouldn't have been out there and Julia Hart shouldn't have been out there. It could have been three on three. Those two I wouldn't have put out there. Thunder Rosa has... She could have done just about anything that would have lit a spark in the women's division and all she did was just come out and just get in the ring and stand on the apron and wait for a tag. That's what she all she could, did? She could have came out and beat the shit out of Tony Storm. That would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. That's my fucking title, bitch. And I want it back. Easy. Easy,
1: easy. Yeah. No, well, they're giving that to Diana Perrazzo as if Diana Perrazzo is going to beat Tony Storm for the women's championship. So you know, again, like I said before, moments later or uh, moments earlier, rather, I don't. I don't trust Tony Khan to do the right thing with anything anymore. I don't. Diana Perrazzo is getting a world championship match and targeting Tony Storm. You you expect her to beat Tony for the championship when we all know Jamie Hayter is I don't know about uh, a month away from returning. Yeah,
2: that's Jamie Hater's fucking title. Like, that's nobody but Jamie Hater's title. So, Diana like.
1: Perrazzo coming in to take an L from Tony Storm. Meanwhile, you could have take, t- taken, you could have taken Diana Perazzo, and I don't know, inject her into a fucking feud with a Thunder Rosa while they battle over who has the right to get the next opportunity.
2: Build a story. Think Something. about that, man. Think about that. And Thunder Rosa's return, she comes back like fucking house on fire, comes running into the ring, unannounced, no music, beating the shit out of Tony Storm. Thunder Rose is back, Thunder Rose is back, and then all of a sudden, Deanna Perazzo comes out of nowhere and just knocks her the fuck out. And then we get an explanation, then we get a few, then we get Deanna Perazzo versus Thunder Rosa at the fucking pay-per-view. Singles match, no title on the line. Story.
1: And then everybody wants Mercedes to come on in. To do what? What do you want Mercedes to do? You think Mercedes is magically going to fucking ascend nope. from the... Or descend, I should say, from the heavens and come down and grace us with her presence in the AW women's
2: division and all is right in yep. the world? She's still got to answer to Tony no. Khan. Still. Or how about this? How about we turn Thunder Rosa heel? How about we have Diana Perrazzo go after Tony Storm... And then out of the blue, Thunder Rosa comes back for the first time, knocks Diana Purrazzo the fuck out and saying, nobody is getting my title before me. Thunder Rosa, Diana at the pay-per-view. Bro, I would
1: take anything at this point. You know, I keep going back to your idea about the Renegade Twins being teamed up with Thunder Rosa. I mean, something. Money. Something.
2: Right there. Something. Right there money. Anything. A, man, nice little faction right there. Where are the Lucha Brothers?
1: Well, right Phoenix is dealing with an injury. I mean, every every he wakes up injured. He rolls out of bed injured. Is Pac still employed with the company? Pack reportedly was backstage tonight visiting friends. That's according to Fightful Select. So if he's putting that behind a paywall, Pac was there.
2: If he's there and he's healthy, why is he at very least not in front of a camera? Maybe he's not medically cleared. I don't know. Neither is Adam Cole. He's in front of a camera. I don't know what to tell you. I don't. By the way, I love last week how the medical staff was holding Adam Cole back and telling everybody that he's not cleared, he's not cleared. The same medical staff that cleared him to go and fucking defend the world title for MJF a few weeks back. Remember that? Oh, I, I remember, remember it. That. I remember that. I remember it. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farm remembers. I re- <laughs> the, 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 he's not clear. You can't, you can't, you cleared him to defend the world title for someone else. Now he's not cleared. You can't let someone touch him.
1: I don't know, man. You know, listen, we could sit here all night and go over what AEW needs to do. I, I, I've said my piece. I, I've said my piece. This show, you know, you could sit there and say it was a good show, great show. You can have whatever opinion you want. This is my show. This is my opinion. You like it. Good. You don't, go watch somebody else. I don't really give a shit. I'll have my audience anyway. But this is coming from two guys who've watched AEW for, for the last five years, have not missed a single fucking show. Yeah. Not missed a single show. If you're going to sit this. there and argue with us, that AEW is right where they need to be, or they're better than ever, and they're on the right track, and they're this and that, and you don't think anything is wrong. You're talking to the wrong two individuals because we'll call
2: you out on every single thing that you mention. Yeah, it's not the, the people same company. Like to clip stuff, and the people who might be backstage listening, things like that, clip this. We give a shit. We give a shit. If we didn't give a shit, I tell you what, there's a lot of pro wrestling to cover. We can find other pro wrestling to cover. But we give a shit. Now, that doesn't mean we fucking like everything. We don't like what we're seeing. So we're gonna fucking call it out. I am sorry. We want to see it get better. And whoever doesn't agree deep down, you know we're not fucking wrong in a lot of this stuff we're saying. Okay. You know, I, I am probably
1: never gonna get invited to media again because of the things that I say. And quite frankly, you know, I have come to grips with that. You know, I would rather be myself and honest and open with what I do and what I watch to you guys instead of shilling something just to get, you know, there and rub elbows with an interview here or this guy's in my DMs here. I want people to be in my DMs because I want people to see that we genuinely fucking care. And that's what it is. I genuinely, this is constructive criticism. This is not hate. I'm not giving up on AEW. I'm not not watching AEW. I'll be seated on my couch with my fucking 12 ounces of coffee that I usually drink twice, two cups every Wednesday. Same thing I do with Raw and, and Friday Night SmackDown. On my couch at 7.59 with TBS on the big screen. Not going nowhere. But yep. the, the, the way AEW is going, they're going one way, and it's not the way that I want them to go. This is constructive criticism. Seriously, if Tony Khan doesn't understand that, if anybody in the company is watching us saying these guys are marks or they don't know what they're talking about, he's angry, he's this, he's that, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I I mean, I I invite
2: anybody to come on here and tell me that I'm wrong. We care. care. This time last week, I was laid up in a hospital bed and I had people coming in to check on me and do this and do that. And I made them all wait because I was watching Dynamite. I was, I was, that's the only thing I watched on that fucking TV was Dynamite. I was on my phone the rest of the time. I just wanted to watch Dynamite, bro. That's the only show I wanted to see. So I give a shit. I care. But, I mean, you have to make me enjoy this, man. I'm not just going to give you everything because I love the company. No, man. You got to give me something to fucking watch.
1: You know, I take great pride in, uh, in what we do, what I do on a daily basis. You know, a lot of, uh. A lot of what we say is, is like I said before, constructive criticism. I feel like we, I think Pat McAfee said something tonight. Really, It really resonated with me because I know Pat McAfee is going through some shit. He called out ESPN for uh, kind of sabotaging his show. He said something in a long-ass tweet tonight, and something just stuck out about uh, what he said. He said, um, I say all that. To say this, I have a lot of pride in what the boys, our fans, and I have built. We found what we're good for. There was a lot of different points during our journey that it could have ended or stopped or slowed down. Because of the entire team, we kept rolling. I love them. I'm thankful for them. And we're just going to talk shit about sports. And he went on to say that we do not bat a 1,000 but we feel as if we do make solid contact a lot. Our people found us because of that. We're wildly lucky for the folks that enjoy taking mental vacations with us Monday through Friday, 48 weeks out of the year. We take a lot of pride in making folks' lives a little bit happier or better. I couldn't I couldn't pen something that resonates like that. I've I, seen that on my timeline, and I'm like, that, that's me, that's us.
2: Dude. He, he, he,
1: everything he says, he cares about. It's the same thing yeah. with us. No matter my tone, no matter my fucking my 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 octave, it 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 hopefully resonates with you guys. And I, I th- this is what I, I hope it accomplishes with AEW too. But they're so stuck in their fucking ways. Jesse and I are never going to get media. I, I was media. No. Now I'm not media because people know who I am and people know where I come from. I don't tow company bullshit. I'm straight and forward. I'll give it to you how I see it. You don't like it? Tough shit. That's who I am. You don't like me for me? Then fuck off. But if you don't think that we're not going to come on here and give you guys the best fucking point of view from our vantage point that we possibly can, you're mistaken. And everything that we say is basically love for AEW. And right now, we're not feeling that love from AEW to us. You know? It's just
2: Yeah. By the way, shout out to Pat McAfee, man. He he has his industry and ESPN by the fucking balls. Yep. He can do what the fuck he wants. He has the highest rated fucking talk show. Nobody fucking... You can't touch Pat McAfee, dude. No. And they know that shit. And ESPN fucking knows it.
1: I seen that, and I'm like, that's fucking me. You know? It's like, yeah, you know, we don't bat a thousand. I never say we bat at that. We get a lot right. But, man, do we... Man, we're hitting a lot of we're, we're getting we're hitting for fucking we're hitting yeah. three hundred man we're driving in fucking hundred RBIs every season that's what we do here you know
2: yeah I like I like being wrong about things if I come here and say a wrestler sucks and they're good and they're not they're not doing anything interesting and they need to get better and then they prove me wrong thank you I ain't thank good because I want to see you get better I man I don't mind being wrong in, about things like that no but. Just don't get offended by it, dude. We, we, mean, we mean well. We actually give a shit. Yeah. Guys, uh, I mean, I, I,
1: I just could not bring myself to go over move for move these, these, these matches tonight no. when there was no story. None. No. All I could say about tonight's show is that it was a colossal waste of time. Homecoming, my asshole. Claudio and Hangman had a pay-per-view worthy match to open the show. Swerve, Joe, and Paige. Looking like it's a triple threat match at Revolution for the World Heavyweight Championship. Samoa Joe came out with a brand new world championship, the Triple B. The Burberry title is no longer until MJF gets back. And then Hook showed his face and challenged Samoa Joe to a match next week. We got a Big 8 Women's Tag Team match. Nothing came of it. Everybody felt on the same level. Nobody felt greater than the other. No Mercedes tonight after rumors and rumors and rumors. No Mercedes. Then we got an eight-man tag with Adam Copeland and a fucking cast of characters that have nothing to do with his ongoing story about Christian Cage. And Sting jumped off a fucking stage with a scorpion death drop on Will Hobbs through two tables, basically almost killing himself before his retirement in North Carolina at Revolution. And that was basically the show.
2: I got to take a deeper look, but I heard Hobbs got hurt.
1: He, look, he looked like he took the nastier of the two falls, yes. Yeah. But that that's basically it, guys. I was not going to go over with Jesse Move for Move tonight. There was literally no story. No story whatsoever coming out of the show. Adam Cole was on the show tonight, like we addressed. He said the same exact thing as he said last week. Nothing was forwarded there. And if you guys want a better review of Dynamite, I can only hope that next week is a better show. And then maybe Jesse and I will actually go over what the fuck the show was.
2: Yeah, if you came here to find out what happened on Dynamite, we just gave it all to you. Yeah. No, Nothing, nothing, nothing. fucking
1: happened. Absolutely nothing.
2: Thank you for the 2,900
1: people in here, man. I appreciate all of you that stopped by. Super Chats are open. Get them on in. We're going to hang out at the, uh, We're well, actually right now. We're right at now. the end of the show. We're going to hang out now. So if you want to get your Super Chats you and get them on in, hit that thumbs up. Let me know what you think. Of AEW right now in its current state. I'd love to see a thousand likes if possible. Memberships are open. Get them on in. And follow me on social media at JD from NY206. That's on X. Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Follow Jesse at ShytownSmart on X. And click his name in the top of the description. It'll take you right to his YouTube channel where Jesse's going to have a big weekend this weekend as he will be revamping with Hard to Kill. Jesse, what's going on over there?
2: Man, I am I'm, I'm changing quite a few things on the channel. I'm upgrading some equipment. I am getting ready for the TNA launch this weekend, and it turns out it's gonna be bigger than I thought because one other company around is is, is falling in quicksand while the other one is is climbing out. And so, um, here's the thing about TNA right now, man. It's it's just it's fun. All right. There is no drama. There is no there is no locker room drama there is storyline there is fantastic wrestling um there's a lot of moving parts right now because we got new talent signed we got talent exiting we got uh, naomi leaving so apparently if i'm guessing this right she's gonna be dropping that title but maybe she won't maybe she'll drop it on the tapings afterwards i don't know but let's find out man come hang out and see join me and we'll find out this saturday together bro
1: There you go, man. I I may actually tune in to watch Hard to Kill, man, just to see what's going on there. looks like a great show. Uh, Also, a shout-out to my guy Salrex, who made this beautiful new dynamite layout for you guys for 2024. looks really, really crisp, really sharp. Uh, Always uh, surprised me with something. He surprised me with this, and I was very happy with the uh, the way this one turned out, man. Beautiful. So thank you to Salrex, and thank you to all of you guys, man. Appreciate you guys very much. Let's start with the Super Chats. And then uh, hop in the Mustang and get the hell out of here. Michael Krause with a $2 Super Chat. Welcome back, Jesse. Keep up the great work, JD. Thank you, Michael. Michelle Moran with a $2 Super Chat. Sting's last match is with the Young Bucks. Would the Bucks lose? Uh, I hope so. Sting Uh, is undefeated in tag team matches in AEW. I think Tony Khan is going to take great pleasure in knowing that he books Sting better than WWE books Sting. And they're going to remain or have him remain undefeated.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. It it's it, it's an old school wrestling um unspoken rule that you go out looking at the lights and Sting is 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 a big old school guy. But there is there is always the exceptions to the rules. Undertaker was an exception and I would definitely put Sting in that exception category. So uh, it, it's a little unpredictable right now.
1: Yeah. Skinner well, the four months. J.D., keep doing what you're doing, bro. These geeks got to get smacked down by somebody. Four months strong. Cheers, yo. Skinner, thank you, brother. Thank you for being here four months, man. Hopefully, you're here for another four. Matthew with new membership. Matthew, thank you, brother. D. Bastardo, what's up, man? It's good seeing you at the Nassau Coliseum, man. Uh, hey, fellas. Random title defenses, four-way matches for number one contender. Relying on these two lazy formulas. They'll never have a reason to build divisions. Man, they need to do more than just build divisions, man. They need to split the fucking rosters and book separately from Dynamite and Collision. It's the only way it's going to work. Uh, Lord J. Coyle with the 27 months. Funny, the amount of people complaining about the Young Bucks versus Sting and Darby like this isn't the match he'll have axed for. Quick crying geeks, OTS for life. Uh, you're probably right, uh, J. Trish Sting has a lot of say in what he wants to do. And by the way, yeah. Rick Flair was out there throwing chops at Will Hobbs tonight.
2: Yeah. I did think the fun that the segment was funny when the chops meant shit and he just poked them in the eye. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> yeah. I, that was funny. That was funny.
1: Uh Joseph Gonzalez for the 499. Last night on Twitter, having more heat and storytelling than your own TV show is a massive fail. Yeah. Like Jesse yeah. said earlier, the fucking impressions that the Mahal tweet got. Got more interest in that match than he got on his own show.
2: Fucking ridiculous, man.
1: Hey Alexis, with a five dollars super chat. What's the cheapest part of Matt and Nick Jackson's bodies? Their balls, because they're under a buck. Glad to have you back, Jesse. We missed you.
2: Thank you guys so much. I appreciate all of the all of the welcomes, and it feels good, man. It feels good.
1: Wild stallions with a ten months roster with endless stories being ruined by TK. Coke dealer giving him flat stuff. Come on, I don't know why we got to resort to that type of inflammatory uh, def- comment no. man, about the it.
2: show. Was the show was bad? We didn't enjoy it. Do better, TK. Yeah. yeah. Alan
1: Barkley with a two dollar super chat. The show tonight felt flat. Yes, it did, Alan. A Watson with a $15 super chat. Thank you, JD. Number one in the IWC. I'm glad to see Jesse is feeling better and back where he belongs. Hashtag OTSClub. Cheers, you guys. Thank you, A Watson. You can never take away. Alexander Fitzgerald with a $5 super chat. Why do you block people that disagree with you? Why are you a Triple H nut hugger? Uh, Alex, thank you for buying my coffee tomorrow morning on my way to the gym. I really appreciate your uh, your generosity. And why do I block people? Because I'm tired of the tribalism. Go stack marbles on a fucking freeway like Andrew Bay Dallas says on Tuesday night. And while you're at it, stare at the headlights that are incoming.
2: It'll do you good. Why do you care so much? Like, if someone blocked you and said get away or whatever... Why don't you just go watch somebody else? I'm going to go back and give them money and ask... I mean, what do you expect to happen? Right?
1: Oh, my God, JT blocked me, but I'm going to give him $5.
2: Yeah, I mean, just just go live your life, bro.
1: Maybe I'll upgrade from Dunkin' to Starbucks tomorrow, and I'll thank the barista that makes my my coffee. You could thank Alex for this one, man. Here's your two. I'll go be a fucking yuppie thanks to Alex on the way to the gym. A nice gingerbread uh, oat milk latte. How about that, huh? The Gary Sphere with a $10 Super Chat. Stinks final match and the world title scene forwarded. May not be groundbreaking television like Punk showing up once a month just to take photos with the women, but come on, there was progression. Gary, there was no progression. Swerve, Paige, and Joe, yeah, I guess. I mean, nothing was really forwarded. So we know Swerve wants the title.
2: Yeah.
1: And we and know he we knew that last week. <laughs> yeah. We know that Hangman won't swerve. Yep. But what did they do? Did, did, it, did, did, they, did they advance anything? No, it's almost as if they stayed in the same place as they ended last week. They didn't really forward anything. Yep. Delightful entertainment with a 499. Highlight of my nights every time you are live, whether it's with Jesse or Drew or just you. AEW is great for wrestling. Doesn't mean their owner isn't a baby. Yeah, he's got, um, he's got some social media problems for sure. Justin with a four ninety nine, Celtics winning in overtime against the Timberwolves was better than this this show tonight. Also, welcome back, Jesse. Keep up the good work, guys. Thank you, Justin.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Theme parks and things with Johnny with a $5 SuperJet. Not saying this to justify anything, but Jinder and Seth faced off for the NXT Championship way back then, but by no means am I justifying the match Monday. You know, the funny thing is, Jesse, a lot of people on social media now... Are claiming that this is long-term booking between Seth Rollins and Jinder Mahal?
2: No, they just went out and did the booking for Triple H. He just put the fucking match out there. Yeah, he wasn't thinking that far back. He just put the fucking match out. I mean, you have enough internet sleuths and nerds who go back and everyone in WWE has all been there so long that I can find a way to tie in anyone. I could tie together two people on that roster easily if you give me a few minutes to look up some shit. So that's not long-term storytelling. Please, man.
1: So Jinder and Rollins wrestled 10 years ago for the NXT Black and Gold Championship, and everybody <laughs> wants to claim long-term booking?
2: Long-term booking.
1: <laughs> I heard people claiming long-term booking with Rollins and Reigns faced off with the Royal Rumble a couple of years back. That wasn't long-term booking. They never crossed paths for four years. Gender and Seth Rollins haven't crossed paths in ten years. It's more of a uh, throwback than anything, or a, or a mere coincidence or a happenstance long-term booking. Stop using the LTB just to act and sound like you know what you're talking about. You don't. Gender doesn't deserve to even be on TV, let alone a fucking title
2: match. I don't trust Gender to be in the ring with Seth. I don't want Seth to get fucking hurt fucking wrestling Gender Mahal.
1: Yeah, everybody's a gendered fan now. All of a sudden.
2: Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. All of a sudden, we love gender. Yeah, we love gender. Where were, where were you the last year when he was uh, on and well, off TV for for a few weeks yeah. and then disappeared completely?
2: Well, no. But here's the good news: he's all yours. You, you oh yeah, him. he's, you can he's have all him. yours. Yeah.
1: Nobody wants him on TV. Nope. Mister TKO with a two dollar super Jet hook could have been the one to win Cassidy's title. No, he wants to go after Joe though uh isaiah hoffman with a 499 hey jd i had to put my dog sasha down after 17 years today and man it was a rough one just wanted to say thank you to you and jesse for making me laugh a little isaiah thoughts and prayers to you man that's never an easy thing um i know i'm gonna have to go through that eventually i know jesse you went through that twice so uh i can't even listen i've i've been through that with a family pet before um it's not easy I still nice.
2: have not gotten another family pet. That, that, that's a lot yeah. of pain
1: to yeah. go through. Yeah. Uh, Omega Khan with a $5 chat. TK could have hired a writing team last year. Too late. I want Tony Khan to sell AEW. Sell it now. TK,
2: you're done. Now, I don't want to sell AEW. I, I just want him know. to hire a fucking writing team. No, I, I, do, I do appreciate his passion for the business. I don't want it sold to some corporate fucking entity like TKO or some shit. No.
1: Uh, Theme parks and things with Johnny with a $5 chat. TK got a TV deal ending, and yet he's going after networks. Shaking my head. Well, he's not going on USA Network. He's not going with USA Network, so.
2: No, that's not happening.
1: Moist Ham with a $2 chat. JD, put your blood pressure graphic on the show. No, thank you. My blood pressure is fine. Uh, Bruce Kraft Jr. with a $10 chat. If TK were to follow up yesterday's Twitter rant with a surge of viewers... I would be happy for TK for proving everyone wrong. Instead, he fucked off the extra viewers he got today. Uh, Bro, he didn't get any extra viewers tonight. He was going to get the same amount of viewers as he would on a normal week. No, it it has nothing to do with or indicative of what he did on social media. If social media views and likes translated to viewership, please let me know. It doesn't. Theme parts and things with Johnny, $5 Superjack. Give Jay-Z and Jesse a TV deal. TK obviously doesn't want it. its AEW. Might as well go to fight. Aren't they on fight with AEW Plus? Aren't they on fight? Yeah. Calazios with a $2 Superjack. Shot town looking sharp. Hashtag no pants required. You got no pants on?
2: Nah, who needs pants, bro?
1: Well, I couldn't tell. Hollywood Eric with a $10 super chat. On my third of being sick, or third day of being sick, I think you meant. Would not miss this for the world. Love you, J.D. and Jesse. The best tag team in the IWC. I love seeing Jesse finally in the venue. the Rant reminds me of me in my old reviews, or I remind myself of my old self. Thank you, Hollywood. Uh, Captain Solo at 30 months. What happened to my beloved AEW? Triple H is taking Tony Khan's lunch money every week. Hashtag OTS for life The thing is Triple H has taken his lunch money But he's not even bullying Tony Khan He's
2: the fucking ripped, fans that are bullying ripped, Tony pit, Khan man. He's a...
1: and Fucking Jinder Mahal out here bullying Tony Khan <laughs> Tony Khan is bullying Tony Khan Tony Khan got ratioed by Jinder Mahal <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that Matt Fugitive with a five dollar. Welcome back, Jesse Ots for life. Thank you, Matt. Thank you so much, man. Daddy Wolf with a nineteen ninety nine complete failure. This does not make me invested in two thousand twenty four. I need TK to man up, get off social media, and for fuck's sake, you got former Booker's in your back room and none are being utilized. Shameful. I don't know. I don't know who he's got on his team. Got Jeff Jarrett. Great. Guess
2: he's not on TV. That's a positive, huh? Yeah, I must be doing something. Maybe he is back to helping with creative. We don't we actually don't know what the creative process actually entails in 2024 for AEW. Maybe there are more people doing it and they're just not taking the credit because it's trash, or maybe because TK is not taking their advice. I mean, who knows?
1: Will Chisholm with a five. Thunder Rose has been back almost a month and she's done nothing. Does Tony even like booking her? Because it doesn't feel like it. Will, that's a good point. I, I don't know.
2: It's not just her.
1: And it's not just her. Daddy Wolf with another 20. Also, Jesse, welcome back. Bro-tato chip. JD, my man, you're spot on. Thank you, Daddy Wolf. Thank you. Um, What am I playing? There you go. Uh, Juan Lopez with the $2 Superjet. Man, do I miss Aleister Black and Neville right now? You mean Malachi and Pack? We're not on TV. Yeah. Omegacon with a five. Jesse, it's so good to see that you are back and healthy. We love you. Thank you, Omega. Thank you
2: so much, man. I appreciate that.
1: Captain Solo with a five. I lost a lot of interest in AEW since Punk was fired. It just isn't good TV to me. And at this point, I couldn't care less where Mercedes goes. I don't give a shit where she goes. I just want the woman back on TV. Let you people argue about where she goes. If it's uh, Impact or fucking WWE or AEW, I don't give a shit. I don't.
2: People are going to get mad wherever she goes.
1: And if you get mad that she signs with anybody but WWE, you know what? You weren't a real fan to begin with. Like Mercedes gives a fuck about what you think.
2: Yeah. People are going to get mad either
1: way. Her husband husband and Mercedes are going to be fucking smiling as they walk into their fucking home. Ha, ha, ha. Look at the marks arguing about where you went. Look at the fucking multi-million dollar deal we just got. Should we upgrade our home?
2: Now... Does Trinity join her family when she returns?
1: I don't know. I hope so. I think the bloodline needs some female representation. How's Jimmy doing, by the way? Not good. Still not good? No. MGM balling with a 499. Crazy how much of a 180 tonight was from last week's Dynamite. Welcome back, Jesse. Looking sharp, my guy. Much love to both of you and the OTS family. Thank you, balling.
2: Thank you so much, man.
1: Cake with a two dollar super chat. Thoughts on AEW's stages lately? Feels uninspired. Ah, uh, it's. I like. Ah, uh, listen, it looks great, but uh, you know, it's it's just it's the modern day version of what AEW
2: and WWE need to look like. You know. It's 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 the way to go. the The old way of stages of ha- having physical sets are done because with monitors you can put whatever you want yeah. whenever you want. Yeah. And,
1: oh, like and AEW, you know, they need to come off as a big league promotion. They can't look uh, like fucking they're running a weekly show at, a, at some fucking low-budget armory, you know? So yeah,
2: I like how they dressed up daily things. This is our first time seeing yeah. it like this. I like this.
1: Bro. Yeah. uh, Daddy Wolf with a 20. Good show as always, gentlemen. Cheers. Thank you, Daddy Wolf. Appreciate your generosity tonight, brother. Alan Barkley with a 2. I was very bored with tonight's show. You, me, and Jesse Allen. Yeah. Nick Williams with a five. Tony Khan will be called Tony McMahon. What the fuck did I just watch? Did Vince take over? Might as well. Thank you, Nick. Jason Barker with a $10 super chat. Hey, y'all. Thank goodness y'all are here giving it to us straight. I love how you don't buy into the IWC narrative and no brand loyalty. Been that way since I started OTS number one, brother. Uh, kill uh, kill with a 4.99. Fantastic truth-telling show, J.D. Great to see Jesse back and in good health. Does this mean Jesse's world-famous Bria tacos are back on the menu? I've
2: never made Bria before. I, I do not know how. I don't even know where to go buy goat. I have no idea.
1: Now, we'll stick with the Kobe beef, okay?
2: Here we go. Sounds good.
1: Uh, Joseph Taylor with a $5 super chat. Maybe if TK had the scandals like Vince McMahon, people would respect him. No, we don't need him going down that uh, that path. will Chisholm him with a two. So I guess we'll be on Mercedes watch until the pay-per-view. Yeah. Well, I mean, keep an eye out for the Royal Rumble. If she's in the Royal Rumble, clearly you know she's not going to AEW. If she's not in the Royal Rumble, then there may be some hope that she shows up in AEW. But Lord J. Coyle comes in with a $2 super chat. Welcome back, Jesse. We missed you and your tacos.
2: Thank you guys so much, man.
1: Doing the love out there. Brendan Watson with a four ninety nine. it said that AEW is in this state right now. I agree. I love watching AEW, and I don't want it to become like WCW from 01. Nah, nobody want. Well, well, nobody, nobody wants people. to see
2: that. I don't think it's gonna get yeah. that bad. Reasonable people do not want it. Yeah.
1: Jericho eighty one thirty one with a twenty dollars super chat. Whenever TK gets into it online, it's reflected in the next show. A creative team is needed. With Taj, JR, Paul White, Mark Henry, Sting, Billy Gunn, Dean Malenko, and one more, that's a massive amount of knowledge not being utilized. Maybe Super Chat of the Night right there. Bruce Kraft with the $2 Super Chat. Jared is AEW's Director of Business Development. Good, yeah. he should be yeah. backstage and not on TV anymore. Great. And Jose Perez with the 199. Good morning, gentlemen, just passing by OTS for life. Jose, good morning, brother. That's Guys, it.
2: thank you all for the support. I have one thing to ask of all of you. Join me this Saturday. Subscribe, come hang out this Saturday, and come check out Heart to Kill with me. That's it.
1: Very simple. Click, Click his it. name at the top of the description. Go subscribe. It'll take you right to his channel. Jesse's going to be covering Hard to Kill, which looks like... It's going to be a very newsworthy show. Mercedes may show up on Saturday. We don't fucking know. Who knows? Who knows? One off. Scott Demore's uh hyping up the biggest signing ever, so. Yeah. Could be. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you hanging out tonight. If you enjoyed our uh, state of AEW, our emergency AEW, oh, my God. Things need to be fixed. Show tonight. Wow appreciate you guys very much, man. Please hit that thumbs up and show your support. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Make sure you guys go check out all the content on the channel. Extras out there uploaded yesterday and today. Don't know what we got lined up for tomorrow. I, I may actually take tomorrow off, man. I'm fucking burnt. And then we'll reassess on Friday live for SmackDown. But go check out all the other content on the channel. Plenty of it. Follow me on social media at JDFMNY206. We got the Undertaker, twenty-seven and zero. Keep on trucking, gentlemen. Thank you, Taker, and Cal L with a five. Welcome back, Jesse. Glad you're feeling better. Nice suit. Give JD some pointers. LOL.
2: Mustangs rule. Can't be this clean if not from Chicago, bro. No.
1: Like I said, guys, go follow on social. At JD from MI two hundred six at Shy Town Smart. On X, also on Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo, as far as I'm concerned. And like I said, please hit that thumbs up. We are 60 away from 1,000 likes. Guys, go and check out Jesse on Saturday for TNA Hard to Kill. And I'll see you live right back here on Friday for Friday Night Smackdown, right here on OTS. We'll see you guys later.